Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Viewers and uh, welcome to Radio Hot Lap episode 149B. Uh, we're in the thick of it in the V8 supercar race. There's been yet another safety car issue, so they're all just queuing up at the moment. And Johnny and I have decided it's time to take a bit of a wander, and we've just come down to uh, where the uh, sports cars are. Actually, the sports racer category, I think previously known as Thunder Sports, yep. uh, a category that uh, young Tom Drewer uh, won a couple of years back uh, before heading off to, um, to the US. And, and this is the first time I've seen a, a, a West sports car. We'll have a look at a oh, radical one. Yeah, the radicals are here. But I tell you, they're they're all over this. sex machines. They really are. They're well, gorgeous looking little cars. I don't know what the power no find someone who looks like they know what they're talking about, Danny. Yep. But let's go down and have a little bit of a look. And, and I noticed that Greg Keane, now, he raced in sports car, well, they're more in uh, production, like Porsche Cup sort of stuff. Stuff and, like that, yeah. And before, and, and I don't think he's short of a coin, but obviously he's, he's said, look, this, this is for me. He's done this great camouflage uh, Yeah, it's a great camouflage effect. Looks, looks absolutely awesome. The V8 supercars this afternoon, mate, um, there's no doubting the fact that the pace is actually pretty good, but you know, it's, uh, I can't help but say, oh, I'm sorry, it's boring. Yeah, it is a bit boring today because there's not been any uh, major issues and uh, a couple of people have dropped out, Greg Murphy's out, but uh, apart from that, things are very processional today, so uh, probably a good time we had to wander around, Johnny. Now, this is the, uh, the nose cone of number 77 from Meridian Motorsport. I can't help but thinking there's, 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 a, there's a fair bit of Le Mans stuff going on here from a visual point of view, and uh, the, painted, the, the painted on, stick the on painted lights, on lights. I, I, I just think, I'm loving it, I'm all over this category. Yeah, I think it's absolutely gorgeous, they're lovely little cars, there's absolutely no doubt about that fact. Here's one a bit naked, so we'll have a little bit of a look around and see what we can see. Okay, so fairly simple tube structure at the front. It's like a carbon floor, flat floor. Um, you know, good pedal box there. Some ducting for yeah. the for, for the for the brakes. You know, obviously double wishbone with uh, really nice. pull rod suspension. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, sponsored by uh, industry, so there's yeah. money in clothing. But I've always told you that. Well, then we know there's plenty of money in clothing, so uh, we just got to get the dog's brand out. <laughs> Let's have a look around the ass of it. Okay, so it's a it's a horizontally mounted. Uh, is that a motorcycle yeah, engine? It's a, big, it's a bought out motorbike engine, as far as I'm aware, like a Hayabusa. But I think it's bought out from uh, 1300 cc to 1500, or 1200 to 1400, or something. We need to grab someone who knows what they're talking about. Yeah, but you know what happens when we grab people that know what they're talking about? Yeah, and then we about. get bored to death. Is that what you're trying to say? We'll go down and we'll find something. Not, not initially. I mean, you've been given a hand in a data sheet. Uh, but you have a look. Okay, you can see how lightweight it all is. It's not carbon. It's a, a, a fiberglass base. It's sort of a so fiberglass composite, isn't it? It is a, a perfect stepping stone um, for um, someone who wants to get into you know, sports car racing. Perhaps, uh, you know... Uh, <clears throat> 
into uh, ALMS or LMS prototype racing down the track because it's as close as you're going to get in this country. Now, the Radical brand has been quite prominent here in Australia. I'd like to talk to someone, but this car here, it strikes me as it definitely looks like an Audi, uh, the Audi R8. Uh, he's obviously running the, the number one plate. Don't know who that bloke is. Uh, definitely got that Richard Fricker. He's yeah, it's a little triple wing, the whole wing, thing. wing plates there. That's a, a, a Radical, and uh, he's probably the Radical importer. Uh, he's the 2009 New South Wales State Champion, Sports and Racing Cars Outright Champion. Well, mate, there's no, uh, there's no mistaking. That's exactly what he is now. There we are. Uh, the radical model is actually uh, uh, quite interesting, um, which effectively goes up against uh, Lars Eric Nielsen's Aquila brand uh, at, at a different level. The Aquila is more up against their SR8s and things like this. I don't know what model. Very much sort of uh, high-end club racing, isn't it? I mean, that was the that was the start of it. Put it that way. But it really does look uh, look good, and um, in the same vein as. Phil Ward with the Aussie racing cars, you have to buy everything from them. Yeah, which is a nice uh, nice thing for them to be able to do, but uh, certainly, I mean, I, I just love all the aero and the little bits and the, the flutes and the wings, it's just awesome. You know, when you get aero, it means when you break them, they're going to cost a bit, so we might, uh, maybe we could ask someone just, uh, can we uh, just ask you a quick question, mate, what, what would that rear assembly be worth? Yeah, just the uh, you know, the bodywork. Uh, I would have thought that the rear assembly probably new, which you get them white. You got to paint them. Uh, probably somewhere in the order of about four grand. So if you smash it, four grand. Right, okay. Yeah. They're very uh, paintwork. Yeah, they're very nice looking cars. This is a a, a radical SR. SR3. SR3. Okay. And what sort of engine does it have? Uh, Fifteen hundred Suzuki Hayabusa engine. Okay, great. This is uh, very reminiscent of uh, an Audi uh, R8, R10 Le Mans car. That's correct. Uh, We've done the paintwork purposely to, to look that way. I can see that. You've done mm. a good job on it mm. because it does. Mm. <laughs> now, I noticed that some of the Wests up there, the, the, the bodywork of that uh, red vehicle up there, it had painted on headlights, but you have real ones. Is that a requirement that you have to have working headlights? Obviously not. Uh, in, in the UK, these are a road registrable car. So they have to have headlights and blinkers to comply with road registration. Jeez, they can't uh, be registered here, but they can be registered in the UK. I notice you're gritting your teeth when you say they can't be registered here. You'd so like to, wouldn't you? Mm. Well, you would. <laughs> Most definitely. But then, you know the way that the government works here. They're not about saving lives. They're about getting revenue. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Tell us a little bit more about the car. We had a look at some of the open chassis there. Oh, certainly with the West, I figure it's pretty much the same. It's a little bit of carbon, but predominantly fiberglass, flat bottom, um, double wishbone, you know, brake ducting and so That's on. That's correct. The Radical's quite a lot heavier car than the West. Uh, these cars weigh approximately 600 kilograms without the driver. Uh, the West and the, uh, the Speed uh, have uh, like a starting weight of somewhere in the order of 400 kilos. 
what does it cost uh, someone who wants to get into the sport to you know, get involved and uh, run a season with this sort of stuff and you know, taking crash damage into uh, account, what, what was it, about $150,000? Oh, look, look entry, entry level purchase anywhere from fifty to 70000 for the car. Depending on how many tyre changes you want during the season, you may spend another 10000 on tyres. Uh, and plus whatever mechanical work you needed to do to the car in the line of maintenance, let's say another fifteen. You take the logistics of moving these uh, cars around the country and yes. hotels and dinners, you're about $150,000 yes. as I would yes. say. What, what, uh, what, will you be racing these cars at V8 Supercar Rounds this year? Uh, or this is a one-off. Yeah. As, as far as I know, there's a possibility we'll be racing at the at the Phillip Island round, uh, and we're negotiating at the moment to race in Tasmania. Well, I think it's a really great addition to the Clipsal uh, program here, and uh, I don't know. Um, uh, so Terry Little and, and Tom Drewer obviously be be. Uh, pushing the West brand out there, but that's great because they've been stalwarts yeah. getting behind it, and as we said before, we're one, about of the, yeah, we're one of the few privateers that are operating a Radical, we're not in actual fact the factory team, yep. uh, but we did win the New South Wales Championship last year. Excellent, as I saw on the side there, mm. no, very, very good indeed. So there are factory based teams here, or uh, rather radically, radical supported teams. Yeah, radical teams. supported teams, yes. Yeah. When yeah. are you at tomorrow? Uh, we're not racing tomorrow. Our final race is at 4.55 this evening. Well, we'll be hanging around to watch that. Thanks right. so much. No worries. My pleasure. Thanks very much. Mate, I'm all over that series. I really am. Uh, I think it's going to go good. Interesting to notice that there's been a... Um, that there's a, um, a factory involvement already at this level. I, I, just, I just think it's going to go a long way. Yeah, I think it's, it, it's definitely a, a great little class and a, a nice inexpensive way to get into sports car racing, without a doubt. So uh, let's just hope that they all go well and there's more of it. It's not, it's not just sports car racing, it's about dealing with cars with flat bottoms. Um, and that can take you on to you know, monastery stuff like, uh, like GD2. and they're, they're very reminiscent of, of things gone by, return. I, I can't pop yep. my finger on it. This one's a martini. It's got the martini look to it, and they call it a single teeny. But, uh, yeah, very nice. One has to be careful these days about brandy. One could get sued, JP. One could, and obviously they've uh, just changed things enough that uh, it's not an issue anymore. <laughs> they hope. I think it's, uh, I think it's really good. Uh, well, I mean, it would help the fact that his name's Singleton. Sort of so sort that of makes a Singleton in, yeah, but he's even got the whole the whole logo thing happening. I did notice they were doing 122s, which is pr exactly the same times that uh, the lead uh, VR Supercar yeah, team in Level 1 are doing, so that's all good. Let's go down to um, just uh, Turn 2 on the inside there and have a little bit of a look and see what we can see. Interesting, Marcus had said uh, that uh, you know the mapping wasn't quite right yesterday uh, uh, with the car, and uh, perhaps you know now how we come down here to turn two, like right on the inside where all the officials are, um, and uh, and the emergency crews. You, you really, you're right there. You can really get a, a sense of like what's going on with the the revlon and the gear change. Absolutely. And pretty much you can hear. And I think. That, Perhaps we just let the, let the viewers have a listen for once in their lives. That'd probably be, well, you mean without us rabbiting on over the top? Bit, so they can it, actually hear the. Uh, oh, it was a bit condescending, wasn't it? But you know, I think we can be excused, can't we? 
I think so. Skype thinks we're on the right out. I think he does too. You don't get the flames anymore unless you're somewhere where it's nice and dark and humid and then you get that nice blue flame. Right. Where there's figs and couscous. Yeah. Well, according to folks, or not according to folks, because he only eats in the hotels. Well, you know, how you know. would he know? He never pays for anything. Well, this is true, but, you know, we, see can't, we can't pay him out too much when he's not here. You see how we had to go around corporate boxes last night with a cardboard box, stealing the remnants of wine. Yeah, well, he managed to rustle up three or four bottles, so it's pretty good. Well, we've screwed him up now, yeah. filling up his sad block with lime cordial. <laughs> yeah, but you know, according according to the fine wine buyer, we're not supposed to be drinking sad blanc anyway. I see a business opportunity over here for this uh, red ute, uh, labelled Motorsport Recovery. Certainly at the race events, but what about early morning? Early morning recovery? people. <laughs> you think they'll be recovering those? Well, so that's John Walker panel repairs, where my car will be going in a week's time to get the rear end fixed up. Yeah, you had a bit of a Lara. I did, definitely a big, well it wasn't a big Lara, but uh, yeah, this uh, old Greek gentleman decided that my rear end looked attractive and just thought he wouldn't put his foot on the brake. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> and I'm sure you use those terms loosely. Uh, very loosely. Uh, in fact, the girl who I had to do the insurance thing with was laughing her head off. Uh, we got a yellow we got a safety car out again. Not quite sure what's going here. It's a, oh, safety car. So it's safety a, car's out. It's a, it's a full course yellow. We'll just yep. see if we can find out what's going on. So find someone who knows what's going on. What, what's going on, guys? The safety car was full. Uh, I'm not sure what the safety car's for. We didn't get told for it. That's for safety reasons. They couldn't yeah. be telling you anything. We're not on race control, frequency. Oh wait. I can find out for you. Yeah, if you could, that'd be great. Thanks. If you hadn't said that, we'd have think, thought you were important. We are. I know you are. Without you, we'd be nowhere. How's the event going? All right. What's your name? Trevor. Trevor, you're here at the event every year? Yeah, mate. I'm with that thing up there. The cameraman. Oh, very good. Yeah. We have to ask you about that. What, what does he do when he needs a wee? I shouldn't tell you that, but he does it in a bottle. 
He empties it one end and fills it up from the other. He's just got to remember which one's which. Check the colour. Have you ever? Wouldn't want to be drinking wine cordial, would he? Colossomy bag for the future. Yeah, it could be. It's debris that's no longer there on the track. Ah, so a, an unnecessary safety car call. Yeah. Right. Very. Yeah. Debris. Debris and we in the tower. That's viewers, right. I tell you. The Worry. things you find out behind the scenes. Nice to see the local constabulary working hard here, you know, crowd control. Oh, holding the crowds back. <laughs> well, we might go and have a chat to them. It's only fair. Are we okay to go down there without talk to those guys? No, you need, we need vests? Yeah, you've got to be, uh, be official to get there. Our media access won't get us there. Go and grab, yeah, go and grab those two, the cats and stabler, if you wouldn't mind, and we'll bring them up here for a bit of a chat. What are they going to get? Talk on the radio. What's the incentive? <laughs> oh. No back chat. <laughs> what, what, what radio? What's we don't want to get these guys in trouble. It's a podcast. <laughs> Is it? What's it all about? I don't know. What's the internet yeah. stuff? Yeah, oh, either or. No, both of them would be good. <laughs> we'll get the girl. <laughs> Can you say that? What's this all this newfangled interweb about? I don't know. Uh, interweb? I've never heard of it. The cops are getting worried that we're going to be taking the piss, I think. No, we won't take the piss. We won't. No, we won't. We'll just see. We'll suss out whether they're... Okay. Well, I mean, the safety so they see, they're, not go, they're not coming to talk to us. They're not going. No, no, they're going. Nah, he's nodding his head. <laughs> well, okay, well, there you go, viewers. You, yeah. you had it for yourselves, but they're not prepared to come and talk. <laughs> too important, are they? Yeah, I won't worry about it. Right, uh, they're obviously too important. Yeah, they're, right? they're a bit too busy, obviously. Yeah, they're, uh, they're major crash. They're major crash. Well, well, when there is one, they can run down there. I hardly think what 10 metres of difference is going to matter, but anyway. <laughs> Good on you guys. Thanks the for the event. The car's up here anyway. Guys. Uh, sorry? Yeah, the car's up here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Look, parked illegally. <laughs> In front of the ticket machine. Put a sausage dog sticker on it. That's what I want, I know. I tell you, that guy needs to clean up. <laughs> His act. <laughs> How's your wee What's bucket? We always worry. We always wonder about that. There, he? I'll, I'll, I wouldn't go up there. Cool. Get to go up there. JP, that's enough of this. It is. Over and out, viewers. There's always one gay guy around. Oh. Apart from me. <laughs> Ryle. Oh, I'm good. How are you? Good. What's happening, dude? Not a lot, mate. Just uh, sitting here a bit angry about what happened in the first race. Well, what did happen? Mate uh, started seventh, got up to uh, fifth position. JP, do you mind? We're having a conversation. <laughs> we're doing a, you know, this is what we do. Uh, you don't want to ask us anything? Yeah, well, we'll get, to, we'll get to you. It's quite a line, all right? Got to feed his ego first. Yeah. Come no. on, Ryle, get it off your chest. I've got, got a... Got a uh, 25 second penalty for um, for Cranbrook hit, hitting me in, up the arse, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> Apparently I blocked him and, and caused him to hit me, so, so I don't know. I was blocking you. There's, there's no arguing, so. 
as it's covered on the chin and so what happens. But uh, Jack Ellsworth won the championship last year, having won very few races. But his key to the victory was uh, consistency. So you just got to keep out of trouble, son. That's my tip. And I'll be watching now. Uh, you know, so, right, look, I just met you last week. Yeah. You just don't let that blood rush to the head. Just keep it cool and go. No worries. Live to fight another day. Yeah. I've got no problems being consistent, but the stewards are going to be consistent as well, which they haven't been. So. But as soon as you stop giving them grief, then they'll stop giving you grief. You know, and then they'll get bored with you and move on to someone else. Yeah, I mean, that's right. You can see what happened with the Sikanovics. Yeah. You know, and now it's all good. No, oh, that's a, I don't know. They, they are, they're trying to say they're trying to clean everything up this year, but, but uh, yeah. weird penalty. I get hit up the hit up the rear, and I get penalised for it. So I don't know how that works. JP, JP, my phone's ringing. Here, you take over, will you, mate? Viewers, I've been du- du- dumped in it again. I haven't got a clue what's going on here. So, so how's the old man going this weekend? Uh, the old man is doing very well, thank you. He's racing with my brother this weekend, yes, which is very exciting. He's a legend. And why is he a legend? <laughs> because he's got two hot sisters, apparently. That's, that's why he's yeah, a legend. Yeah, I read that in the program. <laughs> was it in the program? Or it was in the program. Yeah, yes. No, he's doing really well. They're good competitive streak between the two of them. It's excellent. Fantastic. And, well, we'd like to hear. you know, that's more important than anything that Ryle's doing, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's busy playing with his fuck. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Hardy's doing now, so I might just sign off for a minute, viewers, because, you know, I don't even know what he was talking about. Back in a minute. Do you think Ryle stopped bashing himself up? I mean, is he going to get better? I think, I think Ryle, could, no, he'll never get better. He's, he's, he, he, it's, it's, it's impossible. He's Ryle. What are you saying? You just can't work with him? It's just impossible to work with. I just cannot work with this kind of talent. It just, I can't. I try and I try and I try and I keep putting in all this effort, and I just, it just, it just doesn't go anywhere. Oh my chat. The, the crowd hasn't lowered you, have they? There's some he's, nude photos going around of me, but... <laughs> oh, mate, worse than that. It's just uh, suddenly we find out how much hate Twitter has. Mate, uh, after those photos were around, uh, they, people have sort of come up with a new nickname for me, the, the tripod. <laughs> oh, you see, and, and that's where the story falls down, with the stewards, you know. He's, 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 been trying, he's been trying to get that nickname off the ground for about ten years, and finally it's out there. He got it out there. What do you think our good mate Alan Simonson would say of you for a comment like that? He'd, he'd be saying, me and you, we hit the town and we get some girls. He'd be going, wanker. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> You've got... Mate, a, a few years ago you had a, had a clothing company. I can see the girls haven't bought any of your product. Obviously no good. What, what, what's the story with this clothing line? I've got to be honest, I knew nothing about it. Straight down the line. Good marketing, that was. Really good marketing. Excellent. No, he did have, you did have some good stuff on it. I'm doing children's clothing now. Dennis Ferguson's my head sales rep. Oh. I didn't know that. Are you serious? Dennis Ferguson, the pedophile. Oh. I think we all need to click on to Ryan's humour. I was still put on the back of the three kids' clothing. There's only two terms that get you into trouble, mate. That's one of them. And the other one is terrorism. <laughs> Him. No, I'm not. I'm not getting in on that one. Weighing out. Pass. Pass. I'm out. Pass. I'm out. Gas. I'm out. You really cause a ruckus if I want it. Yeah, I know you could. Mate. <laughs> oh. 
been time great. To crank it up like back to it's been great to see you guys and uh, relaxing here, having a nice, uh, cold, uh, refreshing glass of lemonade uh, in the uh, in the shade of the the, uh, the shade of the GTS Racer Global Trading School. <laughs> Ryle, you you should have realised it was a GTS Holden GTS. So we'll come back and see you tomorrow. Early start? No, no, not an early start. You actually get the luncheon show, don't you? You get the luncheon show. You get you get the luncheon show. On the show. Start at lunchtime. Yeah. He keeps the steering wheel in the hand. We'll do the marketing. At least you're not like paddock candy like the GT Championship. <laughs> See you later. See ya. See ya. Oh. Ryle, he's got no idea. He, hadn't so. got, he didn't get his head around that. No, he couldn't get any. He couldn't no. get his head around. There you go. Some more can start right. You can visit. Nah, you can't be giving anything to them. I mean, Check this stuff out. It's just know. miserable. You've got to get. You've got to. What you, if you're going to get the constabulary, you'll have to get a girl and a guy together to you know give a bit of love. Well, they're just all missing. Looking at this like they're here for crowd control, aren't they? Lap 64. I'm thinking that it's time to move to the exit gate. Because exit gate. Well, I think it's time to go back, relax, prepare our lovely repast for the evening, which is. What are we having again? <laughs> Internationally famous <laughs> chicken wings. Yeah, we are. And corned beef. And, mate, you know how to make corned beef because this is actually a part of the show. It is part of the show, too. You've got to get, you've got to get your bit of corned beef and you've got to stick quite a few cloves in it. And then you've got to, when you throw it in the pot, you've got to have lots of onions, cloves, peppers, stuff like that. Wicked pizza. Let's head over there. Yeah, that's a good idea. My mother always told me to ask the butcher to get it off the H-bone. Yes. Is, did you know anything about that? Is there such a thing as an H-bone? Yeah, I, I, I think it refers to the actual shape of the pelvis of the uh, of the animal. Well, I, I, I think you're probably right. But uh, is, that, uh, that's, is that the best cut? I don't know. I haven't got a clue. Always bring, always bring your... Um, corned beef to the boil ever so slowly yeah. um, otherwise it, it will get uh, tough and, yeah and let it really almost so it's not simmering it's just got to be on so low Scaphy likes corned beef does he yeah i could tell and carrots the way we had a little handshake there he put a little note in saying could you possibly do a corned beef for me at some point in the future and not invite those other tosses he's got to do stuff with because, I mean, he needs it. He's, 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 he's loving paying out on those guys, isn't he? He but, is, he's absolutely... And in fact, at the start of the V8 supercar telecast there this afternoon, it almost was the Scapey, Cromley and Larco show featuring occasionally V8 supercars. Definitely was. I mean, it was just blatant self-promotion, really. Oh, no, that's all right. But Murray Lomax, there is all sorts of weird blends and filters going on in the background. Of 
lameness of text build-up. I mean, he's obviously got the latest copy of Motion and Final Cut Pro, and he's just he's just working on his excerpt there in the van. I mean, <laughs> but isn't it a little bit? I'm sure he really knows that at all of that, Johnny. I'm sure he not. does. I'm not saying. Don't be like that, JP. He's obviously very accomplished. But what I'm saying is, Scafey needs a bit of corned beef. So he probably I, does. We'll see, when we see him, yep. we'll say, mate, we'll invite like him round. Well, we might send him one. We might invite him round. Because we'll he's, just, his office is in Maybe Norway. we could just make him a corned beef sandwich so tomorrow, glad wrap it, and bring it to the track with us. Remember, his office is in Richmond, or Cremorne almost. Yep. You know, we'll say, right next to the Cherry Tree Hotel in, in the fuel agency. And there we are at Marinello around the corner. So You're we go, dead right. Hey, I'll just, how about I bring a little, like, plate, and we'll sit out in front of Cherry Tree, and we'll get a couple of glasses of vino. I think he's all over that. I reckon And we'll get be folks right. to come around and tell a few lies. No, actually, we won't invite folks. <laughs> No, 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 because he'll eat everything and pay nothing. <laughs> you are so honoured. <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> um, Le Fogois. It is. Now, we're on lap 66 out of 78, viewers. And uh, we're just waiting to see what's going on here. Looks like there's a bit of chasing going on. Let's move down to the fast part of the track. And, in fact... Uh, where Ashley Cooper was uh, uh, tragically uh, killed a few years ago. Um, turn 8, the uh, infamous turn 8. That has been a little bit reprofiled. Very little damage uh, being done by the cars. Which, in fact, everyone's been very, very disciplined. I think that's an inappropriate top to wear. But, um, Man, if you spend that much money on a tattoo, you've got to wear a top like that to show it off. Wasn't a good look, was it? Tander Davison D'Alberto. That was no, not. What's hot? Wasn't all. They were just scrunching up too quick. Fifty-one thousand iPads, JP, were sold or rather pre-ordered last yeah. night in the first two hours yeah. of the Wi-Fi-only variant going on sale in in America. That's uh, that's that's a very healthy. Uh, a very healthy result and indicated that it's going to be a, a really popular product. Uh, talk this afternoon, uh, as you know, with a, um, can't say who, a, uh, a developer of a new uh, V8 uh, magazine that's coming onto the market, doing a bit of sponsoring, uh, uh, and, and he's uh, focusing on the iPhone and after conversations with him. Gig machinery up involved in some iPad development here in the, in the motorsport community, but who knows? Could be a good thing, could be a good thing, but I guess we just got to suss it all out, Johnny. Now what's See also, exactly what's going to be happening. What, what's clever is he's managed to find a technique of being able to, you know, automatically convert uh, flash-based video to a format, probably H.264, that runs nicely on the iPhone and the iPad, circumventing the need for flash. Obviously done on the fly. All very cool stuff. Yeah, very, very secret. Can't talk very too streaming. much. About. Yeah, so uh, no, we better not talk about it at all. We might know anything. About it. We might shut up now. Eh? We, we did make some what, friends. <laughs> but we do that. I don't think so. We'll come back with a wrap of the race. Yeah, and a slice of pizza. Indubitably. JP, I have to say that the VA Supercast is Australia. And the Clips of 500 management and uh, organisation have to 
to be congratulated for not turning turn eight, the most exciting corner, into a corporate box, but providing it to those with general, general admission. admission. Yeah, I think it's fantastic, and they're also here very, very eagerly glued to see what's going to happen, who's going to scrape the wall next, and uh, it's a very, uh, very crowded area, um, all well behaved, just sitting here watching the racing. They're absolutely getting a great view of it, they're not having to pay for it like everyone else has, to. but uh, I think that's great, isn't it, because yeah. otherwise you'd be taking away some of the really most valuable uh, spots that the public really can get to. Definitely see the cars really hook through here too, so it's a great spot for me. There's a few people in private residences up peering over the fence. Seven laps to go, the field's now well spread out. It's hard for us to get a word in. We should probably head back towards the uh, start-finish area now, Johnny. Absolutely, we should do that to go to the press conference. That'll be the next up for you. But also, just to say, look, everyone's really peaceful, relaxed, having yep. a nice time. There's no we'll fighting, no Lara Bingle cracks. No? Well, not many anyway, but we've heard. Scotty Jennings, Sandboy, mate, what's the story with the racing today? Did it, you had a problem with the car? Yeah, a little problem with the car, mate, but we fixed it all up, finished in 12, so we were pretty happy with that. But yeah, just got to uh, get my co driver all organised now, ready for the uh, Legends race. You'd have to have the smartest colour scheme, and mate, I'll tell you, that shirt's it's working for me. Oh, it's trick, mate, we do nothing but the best, mate, you should know that, Johnny. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's good to see you smiling again and back in the game. Thanks, buddy, appreciate it. Good on you. See you over the weekend. Cheers, mate, thanks. What's your name? Nash. Calvin. What's going on? How are you enjoying the races? <laughs> bad. <laughs> bad? Bad. What do you mean it's bad? Real bad. Fully sick bad. I hate the races! Oh, don't get back to your dad. Paul Morris. Father of well, my races. Well, yeah. Well, you always find some interesting characters at Clipsal 500, and here's uh, Tony Gaze. Tony, <laughs> welcome to Clipsal. Well, <laughs> we were here last year as well. I was saying a moment ago that uh, my friend JP and I went to uh, Nublar just recently and saw Sir Jack and, um, and Lady Margaret and I understand you also raced uh, the cars out there at that uh, circuit at Orange? Yes. And what type of cars did you race? Ferrari. Uh, it was a fairly, uh, it looks like a fairly dangerous um, uh, dangerous uh, place to race and Sir Jack had said that the hospital was called Mental Straight. Yes, well it was a very long straight and, and it, it was the highest axle ratio, you're still just about over rev by the time you got to the, the end of it. 
And what type of Ferrari was it? A Formula One fun car with the engine opened out to three litres. How long did they race in those days? How long was a Formula One race? A Formula One race was 500k all three hours. Well, it was uh, an <laughs> exciting time. Mm. And what have you been doing? Have you, have you been travelling or, or are you relaxing reading books these days? No, no, I'm getting old and uh, watching my step grandchildren, the two Davisons, um, doing quite well. They're a bit unfortunate today, in a way, that Will was turned round towards the end, but um, that's how it goes. It's a, it's a it's a long way away technology-wise from the days and, and safety from when you raced. Yeah, especially safety. I mean, uh, we used to kill about five people a year. <laughs> Di, what, what do you think about like two Davisons in the races? A bit of rivalry going on there. Well, it's pretty exciting when they're one behind the other. <laughs> I was, uh, Kathy's not here? Or? Not this year. No. no. Okay, well, it's, uh, you'll be here obviously tomorrow. Yes, we will. Yes. We want to see them both in the top ten. And I'd like to see you both at a dinner table again when, when perhaps we cook another one of those great lamb roasts for you. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for taking time to say hi. Thanks, Tony. Hope you enjoy the weekend. I hope so. Too. Thank you. <laughs> Clipsal Saturday afternoon race one 2001 press conference with interjections from Crusher. Fight. Folks. And Murray Walker. That's me counting the cash. Good afternoon, everybody. We've got five minutes till this press conference starts. 5 pm start time, so five minutes if anybody wants to do anything else or the drivers need to go and relieve themselves. <laughs> Yeah, can we talk amongst ourselves for five minutes? You think we can get five minutes out talking about nothing? Folks, have you the expert at that? Folks, what's what's been going on, mate? What, what's been going on today? Anything interesting? Any insight? Any good long lunches? No, not no, today. No, the lunch-free zone. Oh. Only sandwiches in the media centre. Right. Well, it was an interesting result, as in Win Cup didn't win. That's yes. the story. And he didn't Canada get on the did. podium. No, he was struggling. It was good. He uh, didn't have time to put his new front tyres on, uh, or newer front tyres, and the final pit stop. They were a bit rushed. A lot of pandemonium, pandemonium out there today. Not a lot of Lara ring, though. Uh, there were a few bingles, yeah. Only a few, though. Oh, yeah, it was a pretty good one. There was, a, there was an actual carambolage <laughs> down at turn nine. Very good, yeah. folks. Cars poking their noses up others' bums all over the place. <laughs> Oh, it's a good result for the championship. It Courtney is. drove really well. I mean, dragged himself up from, what, 16th position on the fantastic, grid. Fantastic job. Oh, shit, that. <laughs> <laughs> the subtlety of the hammer. Yeah. That's it. So there you go. And uh, the only other big news today is Tony Cochran announced that uh, full details of the V8 supercar car of the future which is going to be introduced in 2012, will be announced the day after the Australian Grand Prix, on the Monday after the Australian Grand Prix. So in just a little over two weeks, we'll know all the ins and outs of what the new car is going to look like in a couple of years. So now with all this toing and froing with 
Mercedes is in or Mercedes is out. Do you think what they are basically saying we're moving to a silhouette formula on the basis that uh, I understand that the, the 888 actually can make components which fit directly into a Ford versus a Holden, so the pickup points must be pretty much the same. You're right, but it won't be a silhouette formula. What it will be is the cars will look pretty much exactly as they look at the moment. A lot of changes underneath. Basically, a common chassis underneath, but not like a NASCAR chassis, not just a space frame chassis. And they'll have to be production-style hanging panels, you know, guards, doors, roof turret, all that sort of stuff. They'll have a common uh, floor pan, roll cage design, a lot of common components in the suspension. But they'll probably go to, I think, almost certainly to an independent rear end. And engine-wise, definitely would be a V8, staying a V8, but we knew that. But um, almost definitely, well, no, certainly, they'll open it up so instead of being restricted to push rods, um, they'll be able to run double overhead cams and multi-valve cylinder heads. But it will still require the, 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 the entrant brand to run a, 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 an engine that they also manufacture. There won't be like a control engine. So. Uh, I wouldn't be so sure about that. I think there may be a control engine available as a fallback if, if, if somebody or a manufacturer um, or a team wants to run something that looks like something else, as we've discussed before, looks like a Chrysler 300C or a Nissan Maxima or a, even a Mercedes uh, Benz. Um, if there's no suitable engine available, there might be an alternative that um, can be badged as something else. But um, you said in the preface to this discussion, you know, Mercedes in or out, and well, it's still Mercedes out. They're not in, not coming in. Another manufacturer. They're very definite about that. Uh, it's possible. The rules, as I've said all along, will allow another manufacturer to come in, but whether one comes in or not is still highly debatable, to say the least. But there will be the means for another manufacturer Lada. to come in if they want to. Lada, yes. James Thompson. More likely than Mercedes Benz, I'd say. Oh, this is more interesting. Scoping. Focus discussion. I'd rather be hanging out of Earth than a 40 story building. Folks, <laughs> you can't talk like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's going to mistake your voice for mine, Crash. Oh, no. One, on. Once we've edited it, once we've edited it, who knows? <laughs> we might even drag Paul Ryan into it and he's not even here. What do you mean he's not here? Oh, well, he is in spirit. He was the one who made those comments about those girls. It's like Christmas, but warmer. A bit of decorum, please, gentlemen. We're about to have the start of the press conference. There's, there's, it, it's almost hallowed tones, but you know we haven't actually told. Lynchy's over there. We had a chat with Lynchy this morning. Want to harangue someone? <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he's, got, he's, he's got good ears for that. He has got good ears. We he does, he hears remarkably well, doesn't he, for an old bloke? Fogwar, we, 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 we ran into Tony Gaze. Yeah. We ran into Tony Gaze out there and had a bit of a chat because he'd also raced at Nublar. Yeah. In a Ferrari. Yes. Past mental, on mental straight. Yes. How was he? I saw him earlier, and Diana Davison, his partner, he's uh, his wife, I should say. <laughs> God, I made that mistake last year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't edit. <laughs> That's all right. So you screwed No, I did see them. 
they like yeah. coming here. So how was how was Tony? In good He's spirits? Good. Yeah, 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 in good, in good spirits. Perhaps a little bit frail. Oh, I think you just get the questions coming in, so just good. Yeah, very good. He, he could relate to Australia's very important personage in Australian motorsport, the first Absolutely. Australian Formula One driver and a, uh, also a war hero in the Battle of Britain, flew Spitfires or Hurricanes or something like that. Very good. Oh, well, I didn't know all that. So, uh, you what? I didn't know all that. But didn't, didn't know about the war hero, we only knew about the Formula One. Didn't. They have been recipients of a very nice lamb roast at the same house of which you have had bed poloinage. Mount yes. Uh, under our uh, kitchen tutorial. There you go. So, you know, it's, it's nice, nice to race mm. a lot. When you've eaten the best, races, you discard the rest. <laughs> Folks. Complimentary. What was that name? It's like the complimentary peanuts. He's like the bloke who spewed on the busker in Vegas and said, I can't remember eating that. <laughs> it's a high price to pay viewers for you having to listen to this just to wait to hear the press conference. It is we apologise. It's a very high price. It is totally in behind the scenes. Two minutes, folks, just two minutes. We've got a couple of technical difficulties, but two minutes before we get underway. Okay. Yeah. The man they can't get the stream out to the TV. The man behind the name, behind Marcus Ambrose's career in the US and BAM tours with the free bottle of Easy Off BAM. No, what anyway behind all that, but previously I know, yes, I know. Like a red robe. Indubitably. One must be very cautious about what one says. Got some of your mates turning up by the sound of it. <laughs> I don't have yeah, any mates. Your car face. <laughs> your loner. <laughs> the royal loner. Did um, did you just uh, did you just you wouldn't have had to show a pass this morning to get in with that uh, the royal carriage. Thirty seconds. Just, just sort of. A, it was waved through. Yeah. In Jupiter. Yeah. Did you on the phone? Yeah. So, well, in fact. The, Premier's car was about to come in, and they they stopped him and let me go through into the head. Oh, so they're now going to live TV. So shut up. Noise out. State election going on here, is it? Apparently. Thank you. Sport welcomes you to the post-race media conference for race five of the 2010 V8 Supercar Championship Year, the Clipsal 500 Adelaide. At the completion of 78 very entertaining laps, our top three place getters are for Fujitsu Racing, GRM Lee Holdsworth, for Jim Beam Racing, James Courtney, and for Toll Holland Racing Team, Garth Tander. Start with you, Garth. Congratulations. Great to see you in first place again. You had a run of outs in the Middle East. Is that one of your best races? Oh, well, it is at the moment. You're only as good as your last race, so I'll take that. Um, yeah, look, it's been a long time for me. I've never actually crossed the line first here at Adelaide, so... Um, you know, massive determination obviously coming back from the Middle East where we had very good car speed but we certainly didn't get the results we'd hoped for. And, um, and the car's been very good all day yesterday, it was very, very good. It was good this morning. My shootout lap wasn't as good as it needed to be. It was purely my fault, we weren't on pole. So um, you know, I was pretty determined to get that back and we, uh, we had a very good strategy. The car was very good when it needed to be good and uh, we looked after it when it needed to. So um, all in all, uh, it, it turned out to be as bad as perfect day. <coughs> 
the uh, smaller tanks are obviously throwing a whole lot of different uh, strategic thinking up into the equation. Uh, how hard is it to think on your feet as a driver and a team when you've got safety cars going out there, drivers on different strategies running light at the start? It really has mixed it up and you've also then got to negotiate some other slower cars on restarts. Does it spice it up from a driving point of view? Uh, well, certainly uh, before the race, uh, we had two or three different strategies depending on when the first safety car fell. And um, and uh, Al, my engineer, said to me, he said, there'll be a, play, a part of the race where you'll have to battle your way back through the field, uh, regardless whether you're two-stopping or three-stopping. So um, it certainly mixed it up. Um, you know, I think Lee two-stopped, James and I three-stopped. So that made it for interesting racing. Um, two-stopped? Yeah. So, um, you know, it makes it mixes it up a bit. I know Will only two-stopped, and that helped him a lot to get through the field. So uh, we'll all sit down tonight and look who did what and all the rest of it and see what we can do for tomorrow. But... Um, you know, I don't have to think on my feet. One, I'm sitting down, and two, I've got people in the pits to do it for me. <laughs> yeah, you certainly do. Tell us, um, the, the forecast was uh, 23 to 26 laps, maximum fuel running under green conditions. How close were you to empty at the end? Uh, no, we had fuel left, so with about 10 to go, they told me, no, we're fine, no worries. So press on if you want, or cruise if you want. So we were just monitoring the gap to James, and um, I think he had to save a bit of fuel, so he uh, rolled out of it a little. And uh, that enabled me to just to roll out of it and look after the car and bring it home. No, you certainly did that. Great job to come home in first place. Well Thanks done to you and your team. James, good to see you. Well done. Great drive from you. Well down the order. 17th on the grid. Second place at race finish. Did you ever consider you'd come home second before the lights went out? I'd like to think I would, but um, realistically I knew it was going to be a tough day. Um, we didn't have the economy that we were, we were searching for, so um, I knew it was going to be you know, pretty hard and we had to have some pretty good race pace and, and car speed and you know, it's something we, we couldn't develop because we didn't do any testing. So it was a, a tough day. We did all our development in, or testing in, in practice and um, when I come out of oh, qualifying, sorry, when I come out of qualifying I wasn't too happy and sort of went the other way and it turned into a jet through the race and uh, it was good that we three stopped because we could make some changes the whole way through the race and, and um, yeah, now we've just got to try and do a better job tomorrow and, and go one better, but you know, Garth was unbelievably quick after the, the last stop, he put those tyres on and uh, when he got past Jamie he took off and I knew I had to sort of hustle Jamie along or get past him to have any sort of hope of getting a result you know, first, so um, you know, I got held up with Jamie a little bit there but once I got past, pushed on a bit but you know, he had too much speed and then we uh, had to conserve fuel. I spoke with your team owner, Charlie Schwerkolt, uh, pre-race, and he said he'd been happy with eighth or thereabouts. And he said, what we need to do is be patient. You looked patient, but you still looked very racy. How much of last year's race was flashing before you when you left here without any points during the course of those 78 laps? Um, oh, well, every time we go through turn eight, I look at the thing. <laughs> and, um, but no, it's, you know, just, it's all about this year is um, finishing as high as the car can and not trying to push it too hard. And today we had a good car and I was able to um, make some good hard clean moves with um, no dramas. I locked the wheel and touched Garth at one point in turn four and if I could go on the radio and said sorry I would have. I, I could have got past him but I thought I'd be, be a bit of an asshole move if I pushed him off and then went past him. So I let him back back through. So lucky it didn't affect either of our races. Well you're well up there in the points of course. Um, you're the only driver in the top few that's actually scored points here this weekend. Obviously Lee's done pretty well as well but um, Jamie back and forth. More points, valuable uh, points in the championship chase. Another race tomorrow. Good luck with that one tomorrow. Cheers, thank you. Lee, a good drive from yourself. Um, I was doing some calculations upstairs and it looked there for a moment like you might have actually come in with around 25 laps to go without that safety car and been one of the first drivers in the group. That safety car really didn't help you, did it? You were looking at a really a, a winning or a race winning lead without that safety car. 
We had a, a great strategy and we had to run conservative from the start so it was very hard to keep up with the rest of them in front of me. Um, luckily we, the car had good enough pace to do it though and I had to push pretty, you know, get the most out of the car to do it. But, um, you know, we, after we, uh, we got to the point, probably three quarters of the race, um, where, we, where we could switch, you know, we could go to, uh, we could go all out and, and try and catch these guys and um, I had a very good very good race car and uh, you know it just kept on getting stronger and stronger through the race but um, we were pretty line ball at the end there with the fuel and um, as Jamie you know Jamie was rolling off and I managed to get past him because he was uh, trying to save fuel to just to get to the end so our guys did an incredible job and um, you know gave me a pretty good race car. What does it mean to you guys? You've got Michael Crusoe, your teammate, eighth place. You're both in the top ten in the points in the championship, a new sponsor this year. What's the team spirit like down there? Gary sounded pretty happy at race end, and that's not always the case, is it? Yeah, no, no, it's not always the case with Gary, but, um, yeah, he's pretty happy this year. Um, you know, we've got the, the new engineer, Richard Holway, Krusty, and uh, he's doing a fantastic job um, keeping me calm on the radio and getting the most out of me. So, um the, the, the spirits are high in our team and um, you know we just hope that we can get better and better and at the moment we seem to be doing that. Well you're accumulating points so with each passing race and that's certainly good in the uh, championship and also the team's championship for uh, Fujitsu Racing GRM. Great result to get home in that podium spot there. You worked hard for it and uh, well done to you. Thanks Chris. Just before we go to the floor for some questions just to recap on today's crowd. 79,100 people here today. Uh, which is in fact uh, 800 more than Saturday crowd from last year, which was 78,300. And also the point score, championship points, Jamie Wincup, 720 points. Mark Winterbottom survives in second spot, 585 points despite a poor race today. James Courtney, 558. Shane Van Gisbergen, 510. <laughs> Lee Holdsworth, 501. Craig Lowndes, 495. Rick Kelly, 428. Michael Caruso, 384, Paul Dumbrell 378 and Stephen Johnson rounds out the top 10 on 365 and Garth you've moved up to 15th spot so here you come. Storming. The team's championship, team Vodafone 1215 points, Jim Beam Racing 933, Fujitsu Racing GRM 900, Ford Performance Racing 810 and Stone Brothers Racing in 5th 795 points. Okay, questions please. We have some roving mics. Please put up your hand. I'm sure you have some questions for our three podium place getters. Garth, apart from the fact this is your first win here, this is your first win in some time since leaving GRM, I believe, without Teco on the other end of the phone. So, uh, a milestone? Did it feel different? How, how are you settling with that? Um, well, I suppose we've got to go back to the truck and sit down and have a chat about it, but um, you know, Teco was one of the first guys to come up and congratulate me after the race, so that was fantastic. And um, yeah, look, uh, working with Al has been very good. We've, uh, we've gelled very well straight up. Uh, we, we, I think we proved in the Middle East our car speed was good and our car speed's good here. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a boffin old Al, so um, yeah, it's good working with um, Man, he's like the human calculator, that's his nickname. That's why we've got good fuel numbers. Any further questions? I don't know if we're an empire, we're just uh, a couple of race teams struggling by, uh, trying to do the best we can. So, um, yeah, look, I think it was important for the, the guys in the garage to, to um, understand that uh, they still know what they're doing, they still are uh, forced to be reckoned with, and they're still, 
nothing's changed from when the, the core group of people won the team's championship last year. So, um, you know, we had those, we've been saying we had good speed, but we never got a chance to show at the Middle East. And, um, you know, there's a lot of smiles in the garage at the moment. But we know we've still got a lot of work ahead of us. We know that from a championship point of view, we need to battle on, and it'll be a long way into the year before we're in the mix. And um, you know, results like that will certainly keep the momentum going and the uh, and the motivation up. Uh, James, um, you've leapt into third place in the in the points. I got a little excited there, didn't I? Terrific, yeah, a Superman ever, but um, look, um, given that there's a lot of improvement left in your car. Um, and, uh, and the team, um, and the fact that Jamie's uh, finished off the podium for the first time this year, how, how much more heart and, and confidence mentally does that, does that sort of give, uh, give you and the guys? Um, it's, it's, it's really good for the team. The boys have been working really, really hard this year, and uh, we probably haven't really have had the pace that we had at the end of last year, and we, we struggled a little in the Middle East. We uh, decided to go a different direction with the, with the car, and, and um, while we are over there, we decided that it uh, wasn't the right way to go, and we couldn't really go back as far as what we wanted. Um, until we got back here and then when we got here we had the engine dramas and then qualifying was crap this morning so you know, everyone was dragging the pretty clean floor in the in the garage everyone's lips were dragging along the ground and keeping it pretty shiny but um, no it's good now we've um, now to get this result we'll pick everyone up and and, uh, and we'll be able to hit the ground running tomorrow morning but it's um, yeah, it's good for team morale. James, your, your timing was impeccable. You just managed to leapfrog Stephen just before that second safety car, and he lost 14 spots having the queue. So that was perfect timing for you. Yeah, it's um, always tricky passing the boss's son when you're a bit quicker. So, and uh, especially when you know safety cars are around. So, you know, I was able to slide it up there nicely and, and uh, not put him off too much. And because uh, I knew track position was was key today, so it uh, definitely paid off. And I'm, I'm glad I, I did it, even if he's a little upset. Lee, uh, you uh, were all over Jamie like a pack of dogs on a three-legged cat. Um, if he hadn't have had the fuel problem, do you reckon you would have got past him? Uh, yeah, like I said before, our car was coming on strong at the end of the race and obviously we weren't running conservative at the end with the fuel, so um, I was able to have a really good crack. I was all over him. and. Um, it was probably, uh, you know, my only chance to get him was down into the hairpin, um, but he was pretty good with his braking down there as well, so um, I don't know, I, I, I think I could have, um, you know, his speed wasn't that great, um, so, but it was fairly fortunate for me that, you know, he was running, uh, running low on fuel. Garth, sorry. Um, Garth, because of your championship position, does that mean now you just can focus on race wins rather than having to accumulate points and you can just go for wins, go for wins, and if they keep coming then it takes care of itself? Oh, it's a bit of a double-edged sword. We need to um, be careful that we um, don't just forget about the championship altogether. We certainly have to keep an eye on that, but that's certainly not our main focus right at the minute. It's um, I said after uh, Bahrain that we've got a couple of marquee events coming up and we want to do well at those and we'll treat them as individual races. So, uh, so far, the first of those four races has gone well. Um, we need another strong result tomorrow and then uh, we'll do a bit of testing at the Grand Prix, as everyone will, and then um, go to Hamilton and, uh, and look to have another strong result there as we've had in the past. So, 
certainly got one eye on the championship, but that's really only probably 20% of our focus at the moment. It's important to, uh, to win a lot of races, and that's the best way to get us back in the championship. Garth, um, $2 million on the line for whoever wins uh, tomorrow out of the two races. Do you think uh, Leanne's measuring up for some new curtains, and do you think there's extra pressure to forget about the championship and go for that win? I reckon she'd won a new race car before she got curtains, but um, <laughs> look, we, uh, I don't think anyone, any one of the drivers need any sort of motivation like that to, uh, to succeed, but uh, certainly would, is a nice bonus. I think Tony's money's reasonably safe. I think he's picked four very tough events for uh, one driver individually to win, but uh, certainly started the best way forward. Guys, if you could pick your own four races for a Grand Slam, can I get you each to pick which four you would uh, select? Oh, I'd certainly be um, be here, Clipsal. I would have thought um, it's difficult including the endurance races when you're sharing the car with another driver. Um, but places like Indy as well, where there's uh, that new format that's taking place, is difficult. I think Homebush should be included, Townsville perhaps should be included, and one other one of the tough ones. One of the tough ones. <laughs> what about James? Yeah, Barbagello. We should include that one. <laughs> oh, it's the same. I think Townsville probably would have been a good one, and maybe Hamilton. All the street races. Tend to like street races. Yeah, that's the same as me. Um, maybe throwing Bathurst in there. Um, yeah, but certainly the street races are uh, a great feature of that. Garth, uh, early on when you got the jump on Jamie, it seemed he had a stronger car, he got to you really quickly to make the pass, and yet at the restart at the end, you were able to change the car, obviously, during the stops, and you could virtually the same spot, be stronger than him. Yeah, I think Jamie runs very low tyre pressures, so he's um, traditionally quite weak early in the stint, whether it be at the start of the race or right after a safety car. And he only did two tyres at the last stop, so he didn't change his front tyres all race, whereas at the last stop we changed four. And um, that's when my car really came alive and I knew that if I was going to get him, I'd have to get him early because that's when he is weak. And, um, and it worked out. And uh, as I said, as soon as I got, as James said, as soon as I got by, I just put my head down and went as hard as I could and the car was very good. We were adjusting it through the race and, um, and it, it came alive. So uh, looking forward to tomorrow's race. Okay, then we'll close proceedings formally. Big Pond Sports, thank you for your attendance here. Look forward to tomorrow's races again. Of course, the sixth round of our 2010 championship season. And once again, congratulations to our top three place getters, Garth Tander, James Courtney and Lee Holdsworth. JP, I've lost my hat. You have lost your hat. Where did you leave it? Maybe Royal. Is it up in that corporate box? No. no? I had it when we left. When we left where? When we left the corporate box? You sure you had it on there? I had it. Special hat, Super League formula. Oh, it is your Super League formula hat. Well, at least if we see anybody with it on, and we'll know who they are. And luckily, you've got it's the only one. You've got a spare. No, I haven't. I didn't get one of those. You didn't? No, I didn't. Folks, it's going. We've got to yeah. stop talking, folks. Are you in for dinner tonight, folks? Are you in for dinner, folks? Folks, are you in for dinner with us tonight? One is dining at your establishment this evening. One is. Oh, After a more than satisfactory meal last night, one is very pleased. Thank you. Uh, one will be happy to accept your gracious invitation. Well, I would like to... Uh, we have already told the viewers that there will be, um, like, American buffalo wings. Yeah, we have to have... Followed by mm. corned beef. Traditional. 
grandmaster. Where do you get those buffalo wings? I've never ever seen a buffalo with wings, so I want to know where they come from. Where they're especially made. Away with ye. Away. You're tiresome. We're off. See you later. Roth, roth. Get some wine. Offer some wine. Don't come empty-handed. Again? Oh, we did this morning. We finished it off after you've gone. Well, then there's Murray no, we Walker. Really. We've had Murray Walker on the show before. We have had Murray Walker on the show. Before, but he's been interviewed already. We've had him on. He's had us on. We've had him on. Well, he won't remember, so can we get <laughs> No, no, be it tomorrow. It's getting... We need to go and find him. I've lost my hat. Oh, no. He has. He's lost his hat. Oh, 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 Maybe it's just... Oh. Maybe you put it down on that table in there, can you can you believe the quality of the race suit on Tony Whitlock? I mean, unbelievable. Yes. This has got a pay rise. Someone's obviously buying race facts. He didn't sound like he meant that. <laughs> Nor did I. <laughs> but I could night viewers. Perfect thing. Good night viewers.